Hello, I'm John Laurie. And it's Christmas season, whether you like it or not. All these cheerful people singing at you to buy things. Thank God for Vince Guaraldi, not King Cole. Otherwise, this stuff just gives me the creeps, makes my skin want to crawl off my body and quiver in the corner. Though I did discover something quite remarkable about Christmas last year, and it's something that scientists have known about, I guess, for a long time, but I did not know about this. If you pick up a Christmas tree with both hands and hold it parallel to the floor, and you hold the base of the tree to your ear, you can clearly hear the sound of someone saying, John, what the fuck are you doing? So, damn. The topic of today's show, tonight's show, is have you ever been asked to do something that you agreed to do that proved to be too hard or was embarrassing or ended up being a disaster or just ridiculous and you know, I'd like you to call in maybe in about five minutes or so and tell us your story maybe a little longer than five minutes the number here is three four seven four seven four oh four one five and then in about 40 minutes we're going to do the musical crunch experiment and I, if you feel like doing this, we'll have like eight lines open so you'll be able to get through. I should point out, if you call, you know, to tell us your story, and I need you to tell us some good and delightful stories about something you agreed to do that proved to be ridiculous. But when you call then, you, you know, you'll just find yourself on the air if you get through. But, but we should have, in 40 minutes, when we do the crunch thing, we should be able to take a lot of calls at once if this thing works. My story is something that I kind of did on a dare long time ago. I used to hang out at Squat Theater. Squat Theater was on 23rd Street. There was a Hungarian theater company that, for political reasons, left Hungary and came to New York and rented this whole building on 23rd between 7th and 8th, which is now that big cinema there. But they had their plays on the first floor, and they lived upstairs. I mean, it was something you could never pull off now. And this is where Esther Berlin came from. Esther Berlin was like 12 at the time, and these people were incredible. They were really special. And I used to hang out there all the time and practice the saxophone there. And he was upstairs, and Peter Hollis was on the phone, and he sounded he was one of the leaders of the troupe, and he was sounded really annoyed. No, no, no. And he hung up. I said, well, what was that? He said, oh, they want me to go and speak about new technology in the theater in Barcelona for $500. And I keep telling him I'm not going to do it. And they keep saying, we don't have anybody else. And I keep telling him I'm not going to do it. And I just said, well, you know, I'd love to go and speak about new technology in the theater in Barcelona. <laughs> and Peter Hall is new. And I, 
I knew nothing about new technology in the theater, and he kind of was walking across the floor, and he stopped, and he sort of tilted his head and smiled at me and kept looking at me, and the smile meant, this rascal smile, it meant, this is a genius idea, and I dare you to do it. Well, once I've been dared to do it, I said, okay, I'll do it. And a few days later, I found myself on the way to Barcelona to speak about new technology in theater. And I just thought, you know, it's going to be nine. What are you doing, man? And I just sort of assumed that it was going to be, you know, um, nine college professors, you know, depressed guys with beards and, and, and you know, patches on the elbows of their jackets, you know, and I would speak to them in this room upstairs at some college and I would speak really quickly and they would be polite enough to not <laughs> say that what I was saying didn't make any sense and, you know, I'd be out of there. But I arrive in Barcelona and I'm brought to this gigantic, beautiful theater, 1,800, 2,000 people all sitting there from all over the world and pretty much the most serious looking crowd I've ever seen and they're all wearing headphones and I'm thinking oh man I'm in trouble now and I've been told I have to speak for 45 minutes so I bought one of those little alarm clocks those old style alarm clocks the wind up ones with the bell on the top and I set it for 45 minutes and I'm, okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna go do this and I get up there and I say, in the smaller towns in the United States, especially in the western, in the western part of the, the country, and in this, there have been breakthroughs in digital engineering and substitutes that seem to be true, that blend in fragmented and broken ways, but also are quite colorful. And from the outside of the percolating areas, they have to be inept in a way of pushing this sideways, pushing it sideways very hard in a way that is comfortable for the audience, but also can be economical. And you can have it a little higher, or sometimes a lot higher, or sometimes it doesn't even matter how high. I am sure this is, can be, seem confusing at the beginning, but it will become clearer as one learns how to find the depth of it in a clearing of electrical wiring or pathways. And I look down at my clock, and only like 15 seconds has gone by. And I had wanted to do this thing that was just like all, you know, terminology that could possibly be about, about theater or, or about, you know, breakthroughs in technology, but there was no way that I was going to do that. So then I just go like, you could have boxes stacked in five, four, two, two, one, and boxes stacked in five, three, two, two, one. And you could have string, long pieces of string, like 200 yards long, and about 20 of them. And, and the, if the string frayed, you, you can use this at your home. But if you have 20 pieces of string tied very, very taut, and so when you touch the string, it goes thwung, 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 and all 20 strings, and then you've got the boxes, and I hear a grumbling in the audience. I hear a grumbling from one section of the audience, and then around them, there's this kind of shh. So you've got your boxes stacked in five, four, three, two, two, one, and five, four, two, two, one, and you've got your string, and you, you, you know, you can hire children to stack the boxes because they love to do it, and you don't have to pay them so much. And, you know, we don't like to talk about these things, but 
everybody wants to save money so you have children stack the boxes and if you need boxes stacked in seven and then somebody from the audience yells out nonsense if you have boxes stacked in seven you can get an adult to do it you have boxes in seven six five four two two one and five four and you have your string and you can have the hamburger all over the highway the hamburger is just out on the highway and then somebody from the audience says, stop this nonsense and somebody else stands up and says no, please continue. So you've got the hamburger all over the highway. There's hamburgers stacked all over the highway in gentle piles, and the children can go out and be kicking the hamburger, just kicking the hamburger along, and you've got to take a moment. When you see something so delightful as the children kicking the hamburger, take a photograph of it. Take a photograph of the children kicking the hamburger, or even better, just make a mental note, something that we will bring back, and then somebody else stands up and says, this is ridiculous, this is an insult, you must stop this, and somebody else stands up and yells, thank you, thank you so much, this conference has been so boring until now, please continue. And so I did. So you've got your boxes stacked in seven, six, five, four, three, two, and you've got your strings stretched out gently but tautly, and so it goes thwung, 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 and you've got hamburger all over the highway with the children kicking it and then you take the sunflower seeds and you take the the red flowers the ones that the hummingbird like and you take the petals and you crush them in your hands and you push them down into the hamburger you push it down until you feel the warmth of the pavement and if children come by who are kicking the hamburger and get too close to you you tell them get away from me child i know your parents even if it's not true they will believe you and it's okay to say this at this point and now there's been all this grumbling in the audience and people telling people to be quiet and all this, and then a fist fight breaks out. Like a flat out real fist fight. These two guys are punching each other. And it was weird to me, it's like nobody's trying to break it up break it up, they just move away. So so you've got your boxes stacked in seven, six, five, two, two, one, you've got your string going thwung, thwung, and the petals of the flowers that you've crushed gently down into the pavement. And then another fight breaks out. So there's two fights going on. And I'm just going on with my story. It's like, and, and the hamburger, I mean, it's so delightful. You see the children kicking the hamburger, and all the people are on your side or they're against you. It doesn't really matter. And you see the genitals, all of the genitals floating up to the ceiling, and, and you know, the breasts and the penises, and oh my God. And, and, and the beautiful oh, the beautiful asses bumping off the ceiling and the children kicking the hamburger across the yard and the peanut butter and all the things that are so enjoyable to all of us. And there's two fights going on. And it's just and then finally, thank God, my alarm bell rings and I go, thank you very much. But what I remember about this so clearly is something that I didn't even see, was that the woman who had escorted me over to the theater was standing in the back and she told me that she saw that the trans where the translators were and she said she saw 30 metal doors come flinging open and all these translators all the translators came flying out of their rooms like gasping for air drenched in sweat like they had just been through some horrible traumatic experience
This is Vice After Dark. I'm John Laurie. In a few moments, you can call in at 347-474-0415. And you can tell us your very interesting story about something you have agreed to do that was too hard or embarrassing or ridiculous or a disaster. That music you just heard was the end titles from Manny and Lowe. A movie by uh, Lisa Kruger. And you know, if Hollywood had any sense, they would just give Lisa Kruger $30 million to do what she wanted to do. And she would make a great movie. Rather than making Horrible Bosses 3, when Horrible Bosses 1 was already a disaster, just give Lisa Kruger some money. Or another Godzilla movie? Godzilla has been in 37 movies and his acting has never improved. You know, like TV shows like Breaking Bad? Do you know why Breaking Bad was so good? Breaking Bad was good because there was talented people who worked hard on something. They worked hard on it and probably nobody interfered. And kudos to AMC for not interfering, for not some guy, some executive who found himself in this position through some weaseling, didn't pop his head and said, well, you have to reshoot that scene with all blue cars because I like blue cars. Yeah, just, I don't know where I'm going here. We're going to take your calls now. You guys can save me from going on a tangent. Yeah, we're going to take a call. Hello, you are on the air. Hi. I have a crunchy, I have crunchy food over here. Excuse, no, no, no. Crunchy food is later. Now is the I time to, to tell me a story of something embarrassing that you've agreed to do. Uh, well, something embarrassing I've agreed to do is to call the show. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're in the same <laughs> position. Um, listen, okay, I'm going to call back in about half an hour. We're hanging up on you. Goodbye. Hello, you are on the air? Hi. Hi. I'm okay. Who is this? This is uh, Peter. Hi, Peter. Do you have a story? No, I'm just calling to make some crunchy cracker noises for you. Okay, call back in about a half an hour. Okay, sounds good. Have a go. Hello, you're on the air? Hello? Hi. Hey, this is uh, my Brock. Hey, man. How are you? Good. How you doing? Actually, I don't know why I asked you how are you. I hate that question. Sorry, I asked you. Do you have a story? Do you have a story for us? Do you have a story for us? Well, I was in a. Yeah, I'll, uh, I have a story that has a pretty good ingredients for a good storyteller that I have never really been able to tell properly. That seems to fit the theme that you are uh, asking for. So we can see if I can give it a shot. Um, Please do. Does that sound good? I don't know. But go try it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it involves me in, uh, in blackface uh, in front of, like, a, you know, a couple thousand people. I assume you're a, a white person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, so this was in, uh, I was probably 16, and I was in a 4-H group. And every year they'd always do this at the county fair uh, in southern Ohio. Um, there's a lip-sync event where we would, uh, each club's competing as competition, and each 4-H club would uh, have a song that they would sing along to and dress up and would sing along with, with dance moves and costumes and that kind of thing. And uh, our advisor wanted to do a, a medley of 80s, um, 
80s cartoon themes. So like he edited together this medley of 80s cartoon themes, and um, he, I don't know, I, I ended up dressing in a fat suit and a black black face afro. I was Fat Albert. But this was your idea? Around. This was your idea or this the director? This was not my idea. This was not my idea. How old are you now? Uh, I am 25, almost 26 So now. this was like nine years and ago? Uh, it was about 10 years ago, and I just recently remembered that I did this. It was just like, <laughs> and realizing how just terrible the whole thing was, <laughs> that, uh, I don't know, just kind of like innocent at the time, and very, very like white culture, very innocent times, didn't really where, where was <laughs> realize this? what I was doing. What's where, that? where was it? This was in, uh, in southern Ohio. And were there any black people in the audience? Probably, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure some people were kind of uncomfortable. But I, yeah, I definitely, I, I, I felt, I remember feeling a little bit uncomfortable about it. But uh, I don't think the the full extent of it didn't really hit me until later in life. And I was like, you know, I was in blackface once. Well, you, that kind of thing. you know, I did that Marvin <laughs> Pontiac record, which I did in basically in blackface and. <laughs> funny. What's that? I did that Mar a Marvin Pontiac record where I pretended to be this insane African guy, and I did I did it you know, basically in I, blackface, and I ran it by every African person I knew because the guy was supposed to be African, and and a lot of you know American blacks, and nobody had a problem with it. The only people who had a problem with it were the <laughs> the white people. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. but anyways, I liked your story, Ryan. Thanks for calling. We're going to take another call. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, good. Is this the Jen, John Laurie, John Laurie show? Um, yes. What is your name? My name is James. Hi, James. Do you have a story for us? Yeah, yeah, I do. I bet it's going to be a slow story. Okay. Is that a bad thing I get? No, it gives me time to relax. Okay. All right. So do I just wait, or do I... No, you are, you are on the air and telling your story, oh. right? I, okay. so you want to count in? Three. All right, so this is John Murray, is it? Yes, I, I still okay. am John Murray. Well, well, I just want to say, I like I liked, uh, some of the movies you ran. That's like not a story. No, I don't want to hear about that. All you right. have a story? Tell, tell us right. I'll tell you a story, all right? It's something I'm going through right now. Okay. All right, so I got awarded this grant, all right, and it's a it's an art grant, and I just been doing photography. I never went to school for photography or anything like that. I went for English, and so now I'm put in a position where I have to decide, like, what I'm going to do with my artwork. And so this organization, well, basically they run the city of Salinas art department or art. Thing, and I'm trying to decide what I need to do to actually get some type of exposure. And they're telling me that I need to take my photographs and put them in a book and then like distribute them out to people. Well, that seems kind of cheesy to me, I think, in my own personal opinion. But I'm sure you're from like some bigger, you know, city and, and you know how the ins and outs of that is. So. That's it? Well, oh. yeah. I was, well, I'm asking your advice. Do I just, like, 
do something stupid and totally walk out on this thing because instead of embarrassing myself like putting up a little booth somewhere no you should do what yeah. what your what your heart tells you to do you what your soul tells you to do you, you, you don't do anything shitty for money that's stupid yeah okay i gotta go hello you're on the air hey john it's joseph from brooklyn How hi joseph do you have a story for How us yeah i do um a very uh, well this is from when i was uh 13 years old and my science class went to on a field trip and i was one of the first people one of the first boys in my class to go through puberty and i was very embarrassed <laughs> how by did it you, how did you know that well i i noticed like okay it's really kind of sounds weird but, you know, I, I started getting, like, a lot of hair on my legs. Yeah, but how did you know that nobody else was going? I mean, when I was went through puberty, I didn't know when anybody else was going through puberty. Anyways, I've interrupted your story. Go ahead. I just, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Well, I mean, we, we back then we were allowed to, I mean, maybe they still do, but, like, we were allowed to wear shorts. And I was like, okay, so why am I, why did I grow six inches this year? And why is all this black hair on my legs? And... Oh, and I was starting to get kind of like peach fuzz around my face, and I was very self-conscious about it. And so I was going to go on this field trip with my science class where we were going to be there for like five days. And uh, so I asked my mother, can, can, I, can I borrow one of your razors to shave my legs? And can I borrow some of your uh, Estee Lauder foundation makeup to cover up this terrible crater acne? on my face before I go on the field trip or can I take it with me on the field trip so <laughs> this is going to end badly um, <laughs> so I went, I, I went on the field trip and um, I had shaved my legs beforehand very badly because uh, nobody taught me how and when I got down there my one of my best friends Kathy McClung uh, I was uh you know, we we're on the beach and everything, and here I am. I'm kind of like gawky and awkward, and my legs are like much longer than my torso. And I'm at that like I'm 13 years old, and uh, she's like, "Joe, uh, can you shave your legs? Joe, are you wearing makeup? Because like the thing is, like I'm very white, and my mother is a bit darker than me, and her her foundation was like two degrees tanner than my skin color, and so." There was this odd line of demarcation because I'd never been taught blending, where I had covered up my acne, but there was like a, on my chin line, there was like the, the 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 part where the makeup ended and my neck began. And so, if you can imagine, like this thirteen-year-old kid in Ocean Pacific short shorts, like you know, with like stubbly legs and like uh, oh man, but, but why did but why did you say shave your legs? Because none of the other boys in class had hair on their legs. Oh, so I you mean, didn't like, want, yeah, yeah. But wasn't that a point yeah. of honor to, to be the first guy? Like, No, I, there was no point of comparison. Like, it was 1985, and, you know, like, I, I just didn't, I was a nerd. Uh, and I just, you know, I was sort of, I was in uh, small town Alabama, and we were on this field trip, and I was just like, I, I don't want to be, like, shower to the guys. Oh, man, I'm sorry. That's I mean, there was two guys in our class who sprouted up before everybody else and suddenly were a foot taller, than, and they beat everybody up. And then a year later, I kicked the shit out of both of them. That was a really <laughs> good warning. 
All right. Well, I wasn't that guy. <laughs> no, That's no. my story. All right, I got to get off now. Thanks for calling in. Oh, okay. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Yeah. Okay, we're going to play. This is um, a piece of music. This is a piece of music. This is Vice After Dark. I'm John Laurie. In about, I don't know, a little bit, we're going to do a the Crunch Musical Experiment. 347-474-0415. Um, shortly, I believe, we'll be speaking to Evan Laurie, my brother, because I haven't spoken to him today. Did he call yet? <laughs> so, we, so, my brother, I mean, it just hope you don't mind I didn't get a chance to speak to Evan today and so he's going to call in um Evan lives up in Massachusetts I mean he has a place in New York but he lives in Massachusetts and he has his log cabin in the country and the place is surrounded by bears there's hundreds of bears on his property and he called the wildlife whatever number and you get this long recorded message and then finally says if you have a bear in your house press one that's not really true oh man that noise stuff that's so cool what was that noise heater huh a heater, heater yeah. so cool we're in a, we're in a <laughs> state of the art technical thing here's my brother Evan Evan are you there why <laughs> did you come rushing from something? Sorry? I was telling them about your bears. Yes, I know. 
I, I've decided the bears are asleep, and I put the bird feeders out. I, I think I'm safe. I don't know. You think the bears are hibernating already? Well, I do remember asking you when do bears sleep, and you said never. They sleep all winter. Well, do bears not sleep? Do bears not sleep when? I really don't know. Seems to me they must be either diurnal or nocturnal, but one or the other. No, bears I mean, are bears are nocturnal, and then they hibernate. But but I just I, I did just put the bird feeder out. I think I'm safe this year. I don't know. I hope so. Well, explain to them that they, the bears come and knock down Evan's bird feeder, and Evan. And tear through the trash, and actually last year one stayed awake all winter. If anyone knows why a bear would stay awake all winter, I'd love to know. It's global, it's global, it's global warming. It's global It was cold last year. Yeah, it was. It actually, a UPS guy came, and I was away, and he came back a week later, and he said, you know, there was a bear asleep on your porch. Like, yeah, I know. So he was sort of living on my porch while I was away. I tried to explain to Evan that if you have bears on your property and if it's a mother bear with, with cubs, that the way to make the bears go away is to run out and grab the smallest cub and bring it back into your house. But he didn't have the courage to do this. So I don't know. Do you, do you, um, they give birth during the winter while they're asleep. They do? Yeah. The other really cool thing is that they develop a plug of shit to keep themselves from defecating while they're hibernating. Why would they not want to defecate if they give birth? Or why would they not want to defecate? I don't know. These are just random facts I know about bears. All right. You know, your story about uh, Barcelona, though, reminded me of... Do you remember we were on tour in Europe? The lizards were on tour in Europe. And the promoter had a brother who was a veterinarian. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Martin Messonnier. And he booked us to play for the veterinarian's dinner at the casino in Deauville. Mm -hmm. This really and fancy, beautiful casino. It was the first beautiful place we ever played. And we were basically like a punk jazz band. Yeah, go ahead. And we were trying to be, we were trying to play nice. You know, we were trying. No, I remember this so clearly. We arrive in this beautiful, finally we're going to play in a beautiful theater, and we peeked out at the audience, and it was clearly this dinner. They were sitting in this kind of a, a triangle of tables, and it was like, and they were all, you know, we were 24, and they were all in their 50s and dressed up very smartly with, you know, <laughs> this ornate thing. And we tried really hard. So, okay, let's cut that section out. It's too crazy. Let's cut this out. We just tried to give them the simplest, simplest stuff. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's all right. But we get, I don't know how many minutes into the set, and I look up at the audience, and I see this, like, exodus from the hall. They, all of these people all, running away. They all <laughs> politely stood up and folded their napkins and got up. And when and then we were le we were left alone in the room, and we continued to play. We were left alone in that beautiful casino, and we just continued to play. But Martin Messonnier, actually, he really um, he just thought that was the funniest thing because he was fucking with me and with the brother at the same time. He really. I mean, Martin, he did say, you know, he's the one he got. He had he filmed that thing with Nusrat Fatih Ali Khan on top of a volcano. No. Yeah, New Martin did. You know that Martin was was Fela's manager. I remember the Fela stories. So when Martin lost all of his money because he managed Fela, 
and Fela had 70 people in his band. If the witch doctor said that there was going to be evil spirits on stage, that they would cancel. Well, the CIA is here. Yeah, the CIA is here, and you know, and they would smoke, or they would smoke all this incredibly strong marijuana or something else, and you'd have to pay off the witch doctor, and they were actually cooking goats in their hotel room. I mean, and Martin lost all of his money. He lost all of his... But, I mean, you know, you got to hand it to the guy who's like that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then they went, well, King Sunny Our Day is probably going to be a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's, <laughs> you know, that's how we get the... You know, and I like Sunny Our Day, but it's kind of how you get the step down. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like... Uh, Thelonious Monk. Uh, now let's let's not book him. Oh, Jimi Hendrix. Oh, you know, man. let's get that other guy. Right, right. He'll be here on time. Um, uh, I gotta do my crunch thing. Oh uh, yeah. Are you I'm doing? Probably, are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm snowed and iced in though. You are. Yeah, yeah. Do you have food? Yes, I have food. I have bear. <laughs> just the cub though I, I you, know, you ate the cub you're not supposed to eat the cub I'm having a hard time getting the fur off Oy. <laughs> I'm hanging up on you well I hope you have a good show I love the guy's story from Alabama which one was the Alabama he shaved, he shaved his leg oh he's <laughs> a good guy I, I actually I sort of know him a little bit he wrote me a couple of times he, he's a good guy I, yeah he's it's a great story it's so understandable and so like are you insane but completely understandable from, from the standpoint of a 13 year we old we had all this weird technical shit going on here so I was half paying attention to the stories at the same time as you know so that ah. was kind of that, I couldn't be really completely engaged oh there's security here what is she doing? What is she doing? Yo, 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 what is she doing? Oh, this is weird. She's measuring, what is she fucking doing? That is just too weird. <laughs> uh, we maybe have to start videotaping these because this is just bizarre. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a radio show and I have a private joke that you can't possibly have any idea what I'm talking about. All right. All right, I mean, I'll call you. I'll call you later tonight, or I'll call you tomorrow. Okay. Um, uh, I'm t I'll leave you there. You hung up on my brother. <laughs> you just hung up on my brother. <laughs> I have never. I've hung up on my brother twice. I mean, I mean, I am a hanger upper, but I've hung up on my brother twice in my entire life, and you just hung up on him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Evan, I, if you're still listening to the podcast, I, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sorry. It was Ryan's fault. I thought Ryan. I he thought it was. It is actually complicated here. This is our last show because of this. I, I would like to do more of these. I think it could be something great. But but this is our last show for now because it just is a, a technical mess that we need to really figure some stuff out. Um, it's nobody's fault. It wasn't Ryan's fault. It wasn't. It's just this has to be better set up in a lot of ways. And then in the spring I would do a whole whole slew of them. So now is the time. I know you guys are all dying for this. Our number is three four seven four seven four zero four one five. And we are going to do the crunchy musical experiment. So call in one at a time. We're going to take one call at a time here. Okay, let's answer that one. Hello, you're on the air. Welcome. 
Hi. What? Who is this? This is Alex. Hey, Alex. Who's this? <laughs> this is John. Do you have something crunchy from your refrigerator? Cr- crunchy in my refrigerator right now? Okay, Alex, we're going to hang up on you because you <laughs> learned to <laughs> hang up on Alex. Next. Hello, this is John Lowe. You're on the air. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hi, do you have something crunchy? Who is this? Miguel. Do you have something crunchy for our musical experiment? Uh, what does it mean by that? Oi! Okay. I'm Miguel, I'm going to hang up on you. Sorry. Okay, uh, what we're doing now, if you're listening, we're going to, you have to go into your cupboard or your refrigerator and find something crunchy to do our musical experiment. And, I, you know, we had good stories, so good for you, audience. Now, pull it together with the crunchy thing. Okay, answer. Hello, you're on the air? Uh-huh, hi. Uh, like that. Are you ready for me now? Wait, I'm hearing I'm hearing all kinds of weird stuff. What's the overlap thing? You hear that? What are we yeah. doing there? Lovey, it's me. Oh, you have the here. Turn the podcast off. Lovey, it's me. Who's me? It's Jane. It's Jane, hi. But turn turn your computer off. Turn the sound on your computer off. Me, I'm not on. You're talking to somebody else right now. What are you talking about? I'm talking. To, I'm talking to Jane. Uh, Lovey, what the fuck am I listening to then? I don't know. There's something. There's something other kind of bleed through here. Do you know what it is? It's her. It's her. Do you have other sound going on in your house, Jane? Okay. No. No. Now I hear it. What is that? That's not in your house. Jane, you have. You're. We're hearing the show. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, Lovey. What do you want me to do? Just turn everything off in your house except for your phone. Okay, everything is off. I'm totally yours. Hi, baby. How you doing? I'm okay. Do you have something crunchy? I'm so happy I got you. You know, I fucking called and called and called, and then it started to hang up on me. Anyways, I'm all ready for you. I got something good and crunchy. Are okay, you ready? Okay, good. Yeah, but no, but hang on. We're, we're going to do, we have to do eight people at once, and you should probably get a bowl so that you could. A bowl? Yeah, because it's going to be like, I'm going to count off, and it's going to be crunch, 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 crunch. And Are we on the air right now? Yeah, we're on the air right now. Just get a bowl and something wait, crunchy. I know I want to take them out. No, wait, no, Jane, hang hey, this is. No, listen, I found something super embarrassing. I was asked to do something that was completely impossible. I got married. <laughs> <laughs> Jane, but let me do this. Well, well, you, uh, Nesrin, do, okay, you, have, do you have Jane's number? No, Hi, Nes. Hi, everybody. Oh, Jane, okay. Just hang on. Hold <laughs> on to your crunchy thing. Get a ball to spe- spit into. Hold on I a second. I got it. I got okay, it. Hold I'm on. All, right. all right. So, hello. You're on the air? Hey, this is John. Yeah, who's this? Uh, Paolo. Marut. Paolo. Oh, I know who yeah. you are. Um, you're Lester's friend? No? Lefty? Yeah. Okay. Who's this? Who's this? This is John. Do you have something crunchy? Yeah, it's not strictly speaking of food, though. That's fine. And yeah, I mean, uh, can you, Jane? Can you say hi to Paolo? Huh? Jane? Yeah, Kenny, I'm here. Can you say hi to Paolo? Hi, Paolo. I'm Jane. Hey, Jane. What's going on? I'm sitting here with my crunching. Okay, so hang on, you guys. We need. We need eight people, so you guys got to hang on a second. Your third, Are we doing third. like a symphony? Are we doing like a symphony, Lovey? Yes, doing, it, if you have to be quiet now, and we're taking okay. the third caller. We're going to answer. Caller number three. Caller number... Yeah, hello, you're on the air. Hi there. Hi, what's your name? 
Graham. Graham, do you have something crunchy? Graham Cracker. I do, Joe. Okay, okay. I wish I did it. Grim, you're number yeah, three. I, can you hold on? Can you say hi to Paolo and Jane? Hey, how you doing, guys? What's hi. up? Hi. Okay, you guys hold on and be very quiet like good band members. That would be an, I mean, incredible if they were... Yeah. I can't even tell you if they... Can we tone? No, 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 no. Just be quiet. Be patient. We've got to have eight people all quiet. So call in number four. Call in number four. You are on the air. Hello? Caller number four is not speaking. Let's take another one. Hello, you are on the air? There's no one. Hello? Is this yes, no Hello. Hi, who's this? This is Stephen Phoenix. Hi, Stephen Phoenix. You have something crunchy? I do. I have celery. Okay, cool. Just hang on a second. You're number four. All right. Number five. Hello, you are on the air? Hi, who's this? This is John. Hi, John. Do you have something crunchy? I sure do. Okay. John, can you say hi to... Who do we got so far? Somebody's got to write this down, actually. So we got Jane is one, Paolo is two. Jane is one, Paolo is two. I forgot who is three. Who's three? Graham. 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 Who's number four, Steve? Or, no. Steve, yeah. Steve, wait, is there a... F John, John, are you still there? Yes, sir. John, then Steve. Okay. So we need six. Who's six? Go on. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, I have an uh, apple. Good. What's your name? Barb. Barb? Yeah. Good name. Okay. We need two more. <laughs> two more. Okay, you're on the air? Yeah. Um, am I on the air yet? Yeah, you're, you're Barb, is that you? Yeah, that's me. Okay, hang on, Barb. Be quiet this for a second. This is Jimmy. Jimmy, hi. Jimmy, you're number... Seven. I'm not on yet, sir. I'm not on yet. And we need one more. <laughs> Jimmy's here, baby. What? Jimmy's here, baby. Everybody's got to turn their radio or their computer off. Everybody's got to turn their radio and computer off. Everybody's got to turn their radio and computer off. Everyone's got to turn their radio and computer off. Everyone's got to turn their radio and computer off. Okay, we need one more. One more. Hello, you're on the air? You're on the air? Wait, wait, you're on the air? Call at number eight. Hi. Hi, who's this? <laughs> Who? Sue. Sue, okay, cool. All right, we got eight. No more calls. Okay, you guys. Jane, Paolo, yes, Graham, John, no, Steve, Barb, Jimmy, Sue. You guys got to all turn your radios off, turn your computers off. Okay, I'm going to go in the other room. Here we go. Well, just turn it the volume off. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Jane, say hi to Paolo, Graham, John, Steve, Barb, Jimmy, and Sue. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Okay, Paolo. <laughs> Paolo. It would be cool. You guys are going to need to know everybody's name. So, Paolo, say hello to Jane, Graham, John, Steve, Barb, Jimmy, and Sue. Hello, all. No, you got to say the name. Graham, say hi to Jane, Paolo, John, Steve, Barb, Jimmy, and Sue. Jane. Hello, Jane, Paolo, Barb, Jimmy, Paolo, and Graham, Steve, and Sue. Yeah, pretty good. You guys are getting a little better. Okay, John, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay, can you ha say hi to Jane? Hi, Jane. Say hi to hi, Paolo. Paolo. Jimmy. Say Sue, hi to Graham. Graham. Graham is three. Steve is four. Steve, I forgot Steve. Barb is six. <coughs> Barb, are you still hi, there? Hi. Hi. Jimmy? 
Jimmy, are you there? I got John, Jane, Paolo, Steve, Sue, Barbara. No. Wait, Jimmy, are you still there? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Steve. Okay, and Sue is less. Okay, Jane is one. Paolo is one. two. Graham is three. John is four. Steve is five. Barb is okay, six. Okay, now I'm five. Jimmy uh. is seven. Sue is eight. Jane is one. Paolo is two. Graham is three. John is four. Steve is five. Barb is six. Jimmy is seven. Sue is eight. You guys got it? Yeah, I got sure. it. You guys all got hold your on, number. Babe. Hold on, what? Okay, hold on. So I'm number one, Jane. Paolo, John, Graham, Steve, no, no, no. Jimmy, and Sue. Jane, one. Paolo, mm-hmm. two. Graham, uh-huh. three. John, four. Steve, five. Barb, six. Jimmy, seven. Sue, eight. Okay. Okay. Can I, I'm going to say your number. You guys say your name, right? One. Jane. Two. Paolo. Three. Graham. Four. John. Five. Steve. Six. Barb. Seven. Jimmy. Eight. I love all of you. I love all of you. That was the best thing that happened all night. Okay. Now, Jane, can you so can you give us a you guys probably should get a bowl to to, to spit into. I got a bowl. Okay. Um, I don't spit. I swallow. <laughs> okay, look, but also you won't. You, 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 you want to spit. You want to spit. I'm proud of you, Jane. <laughs> but, but that's a completely other topic, and we, I don't think we want to include all these people. Um, uh, Make it easy. You just, I just, I got derailed. Um, okay, Jane, what's your crunchy thing? It's a. Uh, um, it's a tamari rice cracker. It's a black sesame tamari rice That's cracker. That's what I got. That's what I got. Here we go. That's right. Because genius minds think alike. All right. So, now I can talk. But can you still give us a sample, Jane? You want me to buy it, babe? No, I, got, I know what it sounds like. Because that's what... Paolo, what do you got? Potato chip bag. A whole bag of them? Empty. You're going to eat the bag? Better, yeah, better resonance with it empty. Can I hear what it's going to sound like? What's oh, that? I got a bag. No, Paolo, we're still on Paolo. Okay. <laughs> All right. Graham, what do you got? Uh, I got a bag of uh, Boulder Canyon malt vinegar potato chips. Can I, can I hear what one sounds like? Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me get it in here. You guys got to get ready. You, this is the worst. Okay, got it going, John. All right, right. Got it going. Pretty good. That was it. Pretty good. Oh, that yeah, was yeah. it. Mine's crunchier. Okay, John. John, what do you, John? What do you got? I have a package of dry ramen noodles. Oh. I, I you yeah. wrote to me somewhere on Twitter or something. So can you can we hear what that's gonna sound like, or is that be a drag to have that in your mouth before? Absolutely. Let's go for it. Right. No, let's hear it. Yeah, there you go. That's that's it. That's it. That's it. But you want to kind of get it so you, when you crunch, just like because this is a rhythmic thing, so you want to get your crunch to be like right on the downbeat. So it's like one, two, three, four. You want your crunch to happen right there. Steve, what do you got? <laughs> I have half a stock of uh, celery. That's perfect. I got hungry. What? Wait. Okay. So you go easy. That's all you got is one half a stock. John. You want to hear it? No. Wait. Who am I talking to? Steve. You got only a half a stock? That's all you got? <laughs> well, you know, it took a while. I got hungry. 
Well, okay, so then you, you let's let's be conservative with your stock of celery. We'll just hold on to it till when we really need it. All right. Sure, minimalist. Okay. Fine. It's not minimalist. You're just unprepared, so that's what we're we're trying to cover your ass. <laughs> Barb, Barb, what, Barb, where are you? Barb, what do you got? I'm 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 right here. I have a honey crisp apple. Good, an apple's Ooh. perfect. Jimmy, what do you got? Mm. I got some ice. Oh, yo, man, your teeth. Are, how old are you? <laughs> uh pretty old. And you're gonna bite into ice? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'll, you know, just crunch it up. Well, don't. My I, fridge is my fridge is pretty empty, you know. Oh, you you got a lot of heart, man. I, I I'm proud of you. He doesn't sound and that old. Your enamel doesn't start Jane, something until up. you're in your 40s. Shut up for a second. Okay, okay. <laughs> you want me to eat some? No, no, hang on. Sue, so, so what do you got? He's a Cuban. Water chestnut, safe for my Chinese food. Just ah, that's perfect. Okay. All right. So what we're gonna do first? Should we just do a? I'm going to just count slowly to four, and then it will be Jane, downbeat, Paolo, upbeat, Graham, downbeat, John, upbeat, Steve, downbeat, Barb, upbeat, Jimmy, Sue. So uh, one, two, three, four. Jane, Paolo, Graham, John, Steve, Barb, Jimmy, Sue. You see what I'm saying? But it will be, you'll be crunching. So Jane, Paolo, Graham, John, Steve, Barb, Jimmy, Sue. Crunch, 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 crunch. You guys got it, kind of? Oh, I'm in. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens. All right. Well, uh, here we go. Uh, no, mm -hmm. I'm going to count you in and Jane, you're one. Don't do it now, you dope. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> no, stop, stop. <laughs> The bar is gone by. The bar is done. Stop, stop, stop crunching. Okay, no, this is all. The only thing is the room. Who is still. Cr okay, here, here's the other thing. You do your crunch, and then you don't do any more than what your beat is, and then you spit into a bowl or on the floor or into the sink or swallow it very quickly. But we, it's going to be a rhythmic thing. It's like, all right, you kind of got it? Okay, so here's, got what, we, it. here's what we got. I'm going to sing. And on the four. Whose dog is that? Yeah, I, that might be a deal breaker, huh? No, 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 no. Who's just whose dog is that? <laughs> That's mine. That's Paolo's dog, Rosie. Uh, say hi to Rosie. Hey, Rosie. Oh. I can't make her bark on command if that helps. Can you? Oh yeah. All oh. I hear do is say. Okay. So here's what we got. I'm gonna sing humba. Okay, sorry. That wasn't on command. Humba. Yeah. And then Jane, Paolo, Graham, John. Crunch on the downbeat, and then Steve, Barb, Jimmy, and Sue crunch on the upbeat. So I'm going to go, humba, did, not, not yet, you motherfuckers. Humba, did, 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 humba, crunch, crunch. You got it? The group of one is Jane, Paolo, Graham, and John, and the group of two is Steve, Barb, Jimmy, and Sue. Humba, did, 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 humba. Boy, Robbie, I'm really dumb when it comes to this. What am I supposed to crunch exactly? On the downbeat of the four, I'll go. Oh, humba. Okay. I'll sing your name where it goes. Humba, did, 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 humba, Jane. Humba, did 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 humba, Jane Barb, humba. You guys got it? So let's do uh, a yeah. let's do a rehearsal. As long as you say our names. Huh? Yeah. So you want you want as us to do it on the four? You want us to do it on the four, right, John? Yeah, on the downbeat of the four for Paolo, Graham, and John, and the upbeat. But are we? And Steve. Oh, okay, so, Steve, so we're doing I will say Barb. I will say Barb where Steve, Steve, Barb, Jimmy, and Sue come in. <laughs> humba, okay, great. Humba, did did humba, Steve, Barb. You guys, you got it. So here we go. One, two, three, four. 
for humba de 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 humba. Nobody! Oh, oh, nobody! Ah, oh. Somebody was crunching. Okay. I heard someone. I'm gonna. Yeah, one person. The idea is four people crunch on the downbeat. Four people crunch on the upbeat. Humba de 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 humba. Crunch crunch. Humba de 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 humba. Crunch crunch. I, I would like to really thank you guys for making me, me absolutely clear that I'm never going to start a band again. I will never start a band again. I will never start a band again. Dad said, I, I, it was and like I'll a voice. You know, you know that scene in that movie, The Blues Brothers, where the light hits him and he goes, The band! You know? Well, I just had that in reverse. It was so embarrassing to kill John In all fairness, Lovey, I'm a groupie. I don't count. <laughs> <laughs> this is a musical experiment of crunches with the audience. I'm ready to crunch, man. Let's do this. Okay. I'm ready uh, to crunch. Who, who feels ready? Jane, Jane, do you feel ready to I'm do ready this? I'm ready to crunch. Jane, okay, let's do this one at a time. Jane, do you feel ready to crunch? I suppose so, Eddie. I suppose so. Paolo? Always ready. Graham? I feel really ready to crunch. John? John? I've already worked my way through half the cake, so I'm pretty sure. <laughs> John, I forgot what your food was, but yeah, yeah. Right. You're the ramen noodles? Yes, sir. This guy's got some heart. And who's doing the ice? Jimmy. And how is that going for you? Uh, my teeth are frozen. <laughs> so there's no pain anymore? Not exactly. Just uh, life's pretty easy right now. <laughs> All right. Let's try it again. So Jane, Paolo, Graham, John have the downbeat. Steve, Barb, Jimmy, Sue have the uppie. Humba, diddy, diddy, humba. <laughs> Can't it just be crunch, crunch? No, Jesus. All right. I think you guys... How about we do like an Ornette Coleman type thing? Yeah, well, that's where it went, but, you know... <laughs> I mean, Ornette was pretty serious about, the, you know... Ornette... It might have seemed like complete mayhem, but Ornette... Okay, let's all hear you guys crunch. Just crunch. Just crunch. Yeah, that's nice. Keep it going. You fine? More? I'm worn out with this. I'm gonna play a few. Uh, keep. Get, let's say, let's say goodbye. Whose dog is it? Jimmy's dog? No, Paolo's dog, right? Is this, is this, this is like an eat to the beat thing, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be, but you guys wore me out. I mean... Oh, I got it. The upbeat, sure. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Do you want us to do it like on a dotted quarter note or something? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to play a piece of music and go to the bathroom. <laughs> Thanks for calling me. <laughs> Goodbye, honey. Bye, John. <laughs> Is that guy going to hang up on us? Thank mm -hmm. you.
Hello. <laughs> you might still be listening to Vice After Dark. I'm John Laurie. Um, this is episode three in our last episode for now. And I would like to do more of these, but it would have to be really different. If you have a great story about agreeing to do something that was too hard or ended up being ridiculous or a disaster, please call in right now. Actually, God, there's a ton of callers. Let's p pick a good name. Oh, no? Uh, <laughs> I have a technical problem. There are no callers. So, okay. Um, yeah, okay. We know, okay, sorry. Hello? You're on the air. I'm on the air? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're on the air. Who is this? Oh, oh, I'm on the air. Hi, John. Who is this? Um, this is Darius in New I, York City. Hi, Darius in New York City. I'm sorry. I know it's a bit. It's a bit like oh, I'm, I've been calling and calling, and suddenly I'm on the air. I, I understand. But no, I know it's a shock. I'm on the air. No, it's great. I'm on the air. Uh, do, do you so have a good story I for us? If you want. What were you gonna say? First of all, keep doing the show. Why stop now? Well. It's, it's kind of hard to do, and it's been mayhem, and so it's taking up kind of my whole week, actually. Um, That's hard, huh? It, it, it's harder than you think, and you, you want it to be good, and, da, 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 da. and then you know. So you I did, I did Flea for yeah. the first show, and I did Steve Buscemi for the second one, and I had a list of like ten people who who who. Uh, I just assumed would do it. You should but, get, but then get three like were Abel three. Ferrara on your show. Oh, Abel Ferrara, my God. Get, like, uh, get Vinnie Vella on your show. Let me tell you my Abel Ferrara story. Okay, tell me. We were playing at the Village Gate. We yeah. Were, we yeah. were playing for two weeks and it was sold out and, you know, all these, you know, it was a big deal. And we did this thing and towards the end of the show... I would give Michael Blake this long saxophone solo so I could change my read and have a drink and take a break and you know and he would have this like you know 15 minute solo and Michael could really play and he kind of build it up build it up build it up and it was all structured to the building and I was back in the dressing room and Michael's playing and he's going higher and higher and Abel comes into the dressing room yeah. With these two girls with these breasts that were just saying, Hello, we are breasts, you know <laughs> and these right. mouths that were just like out of control and just like he's you know and they, he's with these two girls and he comes into the dressing room, he says, Yeah, it was great, it was really great. Okay, now let's get out of here. And but the show is still going on, the guys are still playing. <laughs> and I hear Michael and Abel's got me by the arm and one of these girls has me and they're dragging me out of there with my saxophone <laughs> and Michael I hear Michael going, Yeah, and Michael's going, I can hear he doesn't have any breath left in him. And it's like, I got to go back out this there because I'm playing the cue to get everybody back in. And This is good stuff. And, yeah, and Abel's got, got me by the arm until finally I had to knock him to the ground to go back running back out on stage. I have another Abel for our story, but I won't even go there now. Yeah. Anyways, what's your, what's your story? <laughs> what's my story? Yeah. Where, where to begin? I, well, I just, I just meant to tell you, but, you know, I think you have a good attitude saying, caller, you tell me what the show should be about, right? I think that's really cool. That's really correct, you know? Um, but what I want to hear after my 
shit day and long day listening to a podcast. I want to hear a real New York kind of a show. You strike me as a New York kind of guy. Well, I was right? driven and from that, New York, and everybody thought it was funny. So, yeah, I don't that know if that's may true. may be alienating to uh, the you know, listeners and everywhere else, but that's what I care about. That's what I want to hear, you know? Well, just just men griping about the realities of modern life, New York City style. Oh, I could gripe about the reality. I mean, gri- I mean that today. Was the, what that was, was, what was the, today? Podcast. Was what today? At the that same time, trending podcast. on Twitter was today is Human Rights Day, and at the same time was trending <laughs> the, the torture documents. Oh. I mean, I could gripe about that for about you know an hour and a half, but you know, I. I I'm very good at complaining. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to bother. All right, but do you have a Christmas? You love it. Well, <laughs> stop now. Yeah. No, it's a good show. All right. Do you have a story? Right. Do you have a story? I got a million of them. Well, tell, can you tell us one, or is that just too complicated for you to file through? I don't know. I don't All feel right. like it. All right. Thanks for calling. All right, next time. Yeah, glad to talk to you, John. All, All right. right. Bye. Bye. All right. I, I think I've got to get out of here. Let's play um, uh, Bob the Bob Home from the Voice of Chunk album. I'm going to say good night. And um, uh, yeah, Bob the Bob Home.